Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Beating Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tomminc.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Tender Bitty Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons, and we are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in Proverbs 6. Amen. Now we were in Proverbs 5 last week and we were talking about adultery and today we're going to be talking about practical warnings, just everyday things, how you're supposed to treat your neighbors and just things of that nature. And when we get down to 20, we're going to be talking about um, some more adultery. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it goes on. Now, committing adultery, when we get when we talk about adultery, is a married person messing around with a married person. Adultery is not committed if you're single. That's just fornication. Mm -hmm. Right. Adultery is committed when to married people. Because remember, God is talking to married folks. When it, when it comes to adultery. When you mm -hmm. commit an adultery, this is married couples mm -hmm. messing around with other married people. Right. Otherwise, if you're married and you're messing around with somebody single, that's fornication. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. and, and that's what we have to... And, and that's something that a lot of people don't understand about adultery. And figure, oh, if you're married and you're messing around, you commit adultery. No, you commit adultery when you are messing around with somebody who is married. And you have to be married yourself. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just fornication. Okay. Right? So we're going to go through these practical warnings. Practical warnings. And it starts out, my son, in Proverbs 6 and 1. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, have given your pledge for a stranger, if you are, a, if you are snared in the words of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth, then do this, my son. <laughs> and save yourself. <laughs> right. For you have come into the hands of your neighbor. Now how do we do that? Hmm. If you have put, like in one it says, 
Right? So if you have put up security for your neighbor and have given your pledge for a stranger, which means you promised yourself to somebody, I promise you, I'm going to help you out, I'm going to help you. Now that you have put yourself in this thing, you might not be able to do it. Mm-hmm. You have put yourself in the snare. This is why you shouldn't promise anything to nobody. Right. Then it goes on. Why? It says, if you are a snare in the words of your mouth, because you're just talking so much and just saying stuff, not really meaning what you're saying, mm-hmm. just talking. <laughs> and a lot of times you mean well, mm-hmm. but you don't execute well. Yeah. We was talking in class today in Sunday school about knowing your limits. Right. Knowing your self-limits. You have to know that about yourself. Mm-hmm. I know I talk too much. <laughs> so you And if you know that about yourself, then you should know when to be quiet. Yeah. Stop putting yourself in situations where it's too late for you to get out of and you and you gotta it causes a mess a lot of the times when we are in something and God is we ask God to get us out of something and it's a long process mm-hmm. for us to get out nine times out of ten you the one that did it right right we put ourselves in bad positions and bad predicaments and want God to always get us out. Mm-hmm. And when God gets us out, He will. He gets us out His way though. Which means you're going to learn a lesson in the process of getting out. Right. You'll have a testimony. But it's something that you wouldn't have to go through if you just mm-hmm. pay attention to yourself a little more. Use a little wisdom in your life. Use wisdom in your life for your life. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Save yourself. Right. Save yourself time. Save yourself effort. Mm -hmm. Save yourself from yourself. And this comes from you just knowing yourself. Knowing your own limitations. Knowing what you can and can't do. Knowing what you're capable of doing. Because a lot of times, your strong suits is what people prey on to put you in the snare in the first place. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by that? Well, people know that you are a giving person. Mm-hmm. So they just keep on asking, and you keep on giving. So you put yourself in a bind, mm-hmm. whether it's money or yourself, because you'll put yourself in positions where you can't make it, but it causes a big commotion because you're not there, mm-hmm. and you promised them you'll be there when you know you may or may not could have made it. Mm-hmm. 
You made a good effort to make it, but you just didn't make it. We cannot put ourselves in those kind of predicaments. Right? right? Mm -hmm. Save yourself. Why? Because you have come into the hands of your neighbor. You put yourself in a position where your neighbor has, has reason to be mad at you, yell at you. You know, talk about you. Because people, the first thing they do is go around and start blasting your name out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, you know, I asked her to help me with this. You, you know, she ain't right. Mm -hmm. He ain't right. Told me they was going to do something, they just lied. Mm -hmm. Man, you can't count on them to do nothing. But you put yourself in that position. Right. Four says, give your eyes no sleep and your eyelids no slumber. Give your eyes no sleep. Worrying about stuff that you said you was going to do and you, and you can't do it. You done told somebody you're going to give them $50 and now you ain't got the $50 to give them and they need it by tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they stop asking people because you said you had it. Mm -hmm. Right. They could have got it from such and such, but you said you got it. Mm -hmm. So true. You know? And we have this complex about trying to save everybody. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that means spiritually, we think we can save people. We can't save nobody spiritually. And even physically, we think we, we can save people by giving them money when they need it or coming by when they, when they need help the most. We can't do that for everybody. Giving people money when you know you need it. And you ask them for it back by a certain time. And then you don't get it back mm -hmm. at that certain time. And put yourself in a bind. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was trying to help them out and I put myself in a bind. You can't be mad at nobody but yourself for that. Yeah. Then we blame God when that happened. See, every time I try to do the right thing, and it always backfired on me. That wasn't the right thing for you. Mm. Yeah. But we do that to ourselves. Yeah. We do it to ourselves. He says in 5, save yourself like a gazelle from the hands of the hunter. Why did he use a gazelle? Because they run fast. Okay. Oh, yeah. They have cheetahs, which is one of the fastest things in the world, chasing them, and they get away. <laughs> <laughs> like a bird from the hand of a fowler. Go to the ant, old slugger. Consider her ways and be wise. Mm -hmm. 
Why is it, why an ant? It's one of the smallest things in the world. Yeah. But ants do a lot of stuff together. Right. They have ants to go scout out things, but after that, I mean, mm-hmm. most of the time, I mean, you just gonna see, you, you rarely gonna see one ant. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Hmm. So true. Ants work together. And they work for the good of their colony. That's right. It says be wise like an ant. Work in favor of your home. Not against it. Right. And we work against our homes all the time by making bad decisions. Bad investments. Mm-hmm. And I mean bad investments as business and bad investments in people. Yeah. And this is where discernment comes into play. You need the Holy Spirit so you can have discernment. To show you this is bad. Don't do that. This is good. Go ahead and do that. Don't go over here. Go over there. Right. Talk to them. Stay away from them. <laughs> right? Right. Consider the ways and be wise. Ants work for the colony. They work together. Mm-hmm. They work for the good of their home. Right. They work for their queen. Just like we work for God. So if we're working for God, we need to do what's best for God. That's right. To God. And for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Which means to work the best way for God is to giving God the glory in whatever you're doing. Seven says, without having any chiefs, officers, or rulers, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When it says, O sluggard, it's talking about a lazy person. When will you arise from your sleep? How long are you going to stay asleep? How long are you going to keep doing the same things you've been doing mm-hmm. and not getting any results? Right. A little sleep here, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means a little sleep here. I, I, I don't do too much. I do just enough to get by, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do just enough. Not to get fired. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> wow. You're not trying to stand out. You're just trying to blend in. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm not doing nothing wrong. I ain't doing nothing right. I'm just doing. <laughs> right. Wow. Yes. Right. 
It says a little slumber, a little sleep. Mm. What's the difference between a little sleep and a little slumber? A little sleep is when you take a little nap. Mm -hmm. Slumber is when you just go in, you gone. Ooh. I mean, head back, snoring. <laughs> Slumber means you all the way in, you in dreamland. Yeah. Well. A little folding of the hands. Set to rest. Ah, just everything easy going. Right. You're not making no waves, you know. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> and it says that poverty will come upon you. Like a robber. Mm. Because your little safe place just got robbed. Right. You have nothing to fall back on. You have nothing else you got. Because you've been just skating by. Mm. And you was cool with that. Ain't nothing worse than being in a situation where you're just comfortable. Because comfort gets you lazy. Yeah. You ever been cozy comfy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you ain't gonna do nothing when you cozy comfy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just snuggled in and you ain't going nowhere for a while. Right. Right? Right. Comfortability gets you lazy. Mm -hmm. Right. Hmm. Now, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable as far as, you know, financially being comfortable. Mm -hmm. But when you get lazy, that's when you start to lose money. Hmm. When you get lazy, you stop caring. Mm hmm you stop caring physically, you stop caring financially, you stop caring spiritually. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with comfortability because you just, I'm good now, I ain't got to do nothing else. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just maintain what I got. Mm -hmm. Remember the person that hid the talents? Mm -hmm. I ain't got to do nothing with them, I just got to hide them and preserve mm -hmm. them. Brought him back to the master, and the master was mad. You didn't duplicate him. You didn't do nothing. You just hit him. Wow. You got comfortable with him. Right. I'm not going to make more. I'm not going to make less. I'm going to just keep the ones I got. I'm good with that. It says poverty will come like a robber and want like an armed man. Mm -hmm. So you get robbed of your comfort. And then it says and want like a and want like a armed man that want to come back. Ah, oh, I need to do something. 
It's too late. Yeah. It's gone. Now you got to start over. <laughs> Which means you have to work now. But you ain't used to work. You used to skating by. Can't get comfortable. You're losing. Because you'll get lazy. So what does that mean in Christ? You ever been comfortable in Christ? When you believe you know enough scripture where you just figure, you know, I'm good now. Mm -hmm. No. You get to the point where you just, I'm good at the scriptures. I, I, I know a lot of scripture. Mm. I've been teaching, preaching. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I don't need to study no more than I used to. I don't need to do none of that no more. I'm good. Yeah. Just maintain what I got and I, I got rolled on in. Mm -hmm. That's being comfortable in Christ. Because mm -hmm. now can't nobody teach you nothing. Because you figure you know it all. Yeah. You can't learn nothing new. You refuse to hear anybody else saying anything other than what you already know. Proverbs 6. Proverbs 6. Mm -hmm. Right? No. And then you get complacent. This is what I know. This is who I am. You can't tell me nothing different. Mm. Everybody's a devil. How's everybody a devil? Every time somebody tell you something new, oh no, get behind me, Satan. That ain't true. <laughs> you ain't looked it up. You ain't said nothing. You just throw everything to the side. Mm. You cannot close yourself off in the Bible. You can't close yourself off in the Bible. You just can't. It's a living, breathing book. And because it's a living, breathing book, it's always constantly teaching. Right. And if it's always constantly teaching, that means somebody has to be always constantly learning. says a worthless person a wicked man goes about with crooked speech winks with his eye signals with his feet points with his finger with perverted heart devises evil continually sowing discord Therefore, calamity will come upon him suddenly. A worthless person. <laughs> you ever ran into a worthless person? Wow. A person that just ain't worth nothing. Wow. Why is it worth? Why is he worthless? You say he's a wicked man. Well, remember, we talked about wicked. Wicked meaning already you didn't already did the evil. Mm -hmm. You didn't have the evil thought, and now you didn't act it on the evil thought, and now you become wicked because it's already done. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So this is a wicked man. He's already done the evil. He talks crooked. 
crooked speech. Saying all kind of crazy stuff. Which means, okay, I want you to understand crooked speech. Think of a scripture that's read straight. But now he takes that scripture and make it something else. He makes that straight line crooked. His speech is crooked. Crooked speech is horrible. Because you, you, you take the scriptures with what you believe. Yeah. You put your own stuff into it. Mm -hmm. Your own belief system that you created into the scriptures. Right. And taint them. Crooked speech. Winks his eyes. You ever seen somebody wink their eyes? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That ain't right. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Mm. They wink their eyes at you. Signals with his feet. Mm. Points with his fingers. That's just facts. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Sitting over there, I'm winking. <laughs> with perverted heart devises evil. Scared of drunk. Winking and pointing at sister so and so and you know she married. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah. This is devising evil in your heart. Yeah. Sigling with your feet. Mm. Ever seen women sigling with their feet? Showing the man a little leg, you know he married. <laughs> boy, oh boy. This is stuff that go on in the church, right? Right. Yeah. This is right. Go on in the church. Proverbs 6 14, and it goes on to say, Perverted heart devises evil, continually sowing discord. You in the church just sowing mess. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is the seed that you sowing in the church. Mm. Proverbs. Because I want you to understand that Proverbs. Get this. These are this is God's wisdom. Mm. Right? Right. So these are Bible principles that you live by. So when it talks about these bad things. If it's Bible principles that you live by, mm -hmm. this is talking to church people. Mm -hmm. right. As you get through these scriptures and you understand, well, as we go through Proverbs, Proverbs is going to bring up things that are in the Ten Commandments. These are a breakdown of what to do and what not to do when it comes to these Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. So in this discord, winking at women and men and all of this, these are things that you're doing that follows the Ten Commandments. Don't cover thy neighbor's wife. 
treating the neighbors right. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Mm -hmm. We talked about adultery last week. Mm -hmm. You know, these are Ten Commandments, and these are the breakdowns of when you look at uh, Proverbs. It's, it's a breakdown of the Ten Commandments and what to do and what not to do, and the detailed things that happens when you do them. Mm -hmm. Right. So as you are going through and with your perverted heart, devising um, evil, uh, continually sowing discord. So as you do these evil things, you come up with this evil stuff. It says continually, which means one after another, you're still doing evil. After you do an evil deed, and it comes out as an evil deed, you start on something new. You start on something new, and you just keep going. It doesn't even bother you. You just keep going. Mm -hmm. Fifteen. Therefore, calamity will come upon you, come upon him suddenly. God say, I just hit him with it. <laughs> mm. You're going to fall. He said suddenly. You ever got hit with something suddenly? You ever was doing something when you was little? And then you just suddenly got popped. <laughs> right in the middle of you doing crazy stuff. This is you. Calamity. Come upon you suddenly. It says in a moment. He will be broken beyond healing. I lost everything. You was doing too much. Right. Broken beyond healing. Your wound's so deep you can't come back from it. Because when God do something suddenly, that's it. When calamity comes on you, the word calamity <laughs> by itself, this is just destruction right yeah. whatever you didn't built up it's gonna get totally dismantled and torn down mm -hmm. even if you come up with something else what you did before you ain't gonna be able to do that no more mm on to tell you in 16 there are six things that the Lord hates mm -hmm. seven that are an abomination to him right. haughty eyes mm. haughty eyes you eye at somebody and you know how you can look at people mm -hmm. you can look at somebody and they can tell what you want just by looking at them mm -hmm. <laughs> because you undress in them with just a look. Haughty mm -hmm. eyes. A lying tongue. And hands that shed innocent blood. And this don't mean just killing folks. There's a lot of ways to shed blood with your hands. Yeah. 
You can write something up and get somebody put in jail. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. You can write some things down and, and, and you can type some things up on, on YouTube or, or all these different social medias and get somebody just, yeah, all that stuff. You can type something up and say something so bad that everybody look at it. Tear them down. And they ain't did nothing. Lion tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked plans. A heart that devises wicked plans. Everything that you des you come up with is just so evil. And it's in your heart though. This ain't something that comes from your head. This is something that you truly believe should be done. Right, right. Wow. You see what I'm saying? This, mm -hmm. <laughs> this goes deeper than just you thinking this. This is stuff that you truly believe in your heart. Mm -hmm. This should happen. Yes. They deserve it. Mm. <laughs> right. Wicked plans. Mm. Your heart already devised a wicked plan. Now remember, wicked is after you've done it. But it says in your heart, you've already done it and you're going to proceed with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's nothing going to stop me from doing this. Feet that haste to run to evil. Mm. What's a feet that haste to run to evil? Mm. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. They picking it outside. I gotta go. Mm. That's evil. Do you know all of that stuff is evil? Yeah. When you go and, and they have... Look at what happened when they have those those um, demonstrations. Mm -hmm. They never end great. <laughs> right. They start off okay, everybody with their signs and they start... But that spirit stays in there. Until they start looting and tearing up stuff. Because it's a gateway spirit. To start mess. Because you're already going against something that you don't believe is right. So that spirit just festers during that day. Until you believe that you need to do something about it. Besides holding this sign. They showed uh, on, on um, I was looking at the Google News mm -hmm. the other day, and they showed a new clip of when they stormed the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was these security guards trying to close this door. It was like a garage door. Mm -hmm. And the people started throwing garbage cans at the, um, at the security guards. And one guy just hit him with the garbage can. And he just fell out. And then they opened the door and just trampled him. Wow. And it was like, and, and see, this is where it goes from when it starts out as 
as uh, quote unquote peaceful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it ends in carnage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it turned out to be something evil. And that's how we perceive it. That it started out okay. And it turned into something evil. Mm -hmm. When the spirit of evil was always there. Mm -hmm. And it just manifested itself mm -hmm. later. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is evil. Mm -hmm. yeah. To walk up on the Capitol on any kind of protest is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But to actually get to the point where you storm it mm -hmm. and walk through it, right? Mm. Yeah, that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Anybody involved in that, that's a horrible thing. Mm. Haste to run to evil. All that stuff when they was doing Black Lives Matter. They had thing of uh, not too, I mean, they even had one of, what, what store was that? Uh, I think it was a mall or something. Mm -hmm. And they was doing one of those then, you know. Mm. People are, I can't breathe. Just starting stuff. Mm. Everybody yelling at. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. You hear all of those people yelling at, wearing the Black Lives Matter and all of that stuff. Half of them, I would say over half of them, are just there to start mess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have just a few of them that's actually there because they believe this is something we need to do. Mm -hmm. To just to say something. Mm -hmm. But the rest of them are there to start looting and tearing up. Right. You can't, and, and that one thing you say, well, we need to do something just to let the people know. That is a gateway to start mess. Mm -hmm. That is evil yeah. within itself. And yeah. we find that out when the looting starts. We see it didn't end up evil. It was evil from the get-go. Yeah. And it shouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. this, this division in this country is horrible. And we started off with a division in the country. It's so funny how we call it the United States. Mm -hmm. But we start off with a Democrat and a Republican party. Mm -hmm. So we start off divided right. before we even get united. Mm -hmm. We're never united because of the Democrats and the Republicans. Mm -hmm. 19. It says, a false witness who breathes out lies and one who sows discord among brothers. A false witness who breathes out lies. So you have a person who just lies about everything. Even to the point where they lie about what happened and they, they weren't even there. <laughs> yeah, I saw them. Yeah, that was them yesterday. Was you there? Hmm? I wasn't there. I just heard what happened. Sit down. Wow. 
A false witness. That means you have witnessed something falsely. That means something happened for real, and you lied about what happened. And then it says, and then you breathe out these lies. Mm -hmm. Breathing out lies? You know how many breaths you take in a day, let alone an hour? And then this is, this is breathing out lies. Mm -hmm. I can't believe nothing you say. So we, we, we're talking about practical things. Mm -hmm. Now remember I told you this is a breakdown of the, of the uh, Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. So this is somebody who's lying. Mm -hmm. Thou should not lie. Mm -hmm. We can't help it. We might can't help lying, but you can help how much you do it. Right. Jeez. Mm. Right? Mm. <laughs> I mean, just because we can't stop doing these things don't mean that we have to continually do these things. Mm -hmm. 20 says, My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake your mother. <laughs> And forsake not your mother's teachings. The things that you learn, don't don't forget them. Mm -hmm. It's some good lessons in the stuff that you learn. A lot of things that you learn, you know, old sayings that you get from your grandmother and your mama. This stuff is not biblical, but it has principle to it. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It has Bible principle to it. So don't forsake that stuff. It says keep the commandments. Don't forsake the teachings that you learn in the physical with your mom. Mm -hmm. But don't but don't let that stuff overrule the commandments that God has given you. Now, he says in knowing that, 21 says bind them in your heart always. Tie them around your neck. These are things that you're supposed to keep with you. Things that your mother has taught you when you were little. A lot of it has Bible principle to it. Keep it. The things that don't have Bible principle and it goes against what the Bible says, throw it out. Why? Because God says keep my commandments first. So the things that are biblical, keep it. And the things that don't match up with the Bible, throw it away. But always remember to keep God's commandments before anything else. Wear that around your neck. It says when you walk, they will lead you. Why? Because that's the Holy Spirit. This stuff will guide you in your life. Bible principles are very important for your life. A lot of people who are not in Christ live off of Bible principles and do very well for themselves. Yeah. The sad thing is they believe that they did it themselves. And not knowing that this stuff is scripture. But God's biblical principles are so perfect. You're going to prosper when you do them.
The sad thing, though, if you live off God's principles and you don't come to Christ, eventually you will fall. When you walk, they will lead you, though. And when you lie down, they will watch over you. So how will they watch over you? Because it's the protection. Because part of because part of what you do is prayer. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And when you awake, they will talk with you. You ever woke up and God started talking to you? You need to go in there and do this. You need to go in there and do that. God speaks all the time. People are like, I don't never hear God talking to me. He talks to you, you just don't know his voice. That takes relationship. For the commandment is a lamp, and the teaching a light, and the reproof of discipline are the way of life. The reproof of discipline is the way of life. And as you get discipline and the reproof, that's your learning curve. And the reproof of discipline are the way of life to preserve you from the evil woman. From the smooth tongue of the adulteress. All of this reproof and all of this work is to keep you away from evil spirits. Right. And it's talking specifically about the adulteress. Do not desire her beauty in your heart and do not let her capture you with her eyelashes. He says specifically her eyelashes. Eyelashes. Mm. You know how many women wear fake eyelashes? Mm. Mm. Don't let her capture you with that. Because when she take them off. <laughs> that ain't who she is. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm. Don't let her capture you with her eyelashes. Oh boy. It says, for the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread. Mm. Wow. wow. Come on. Mm. That's the Bible now. I didn't say that. <laughs> <That's the Bible. laughs> we had Proverbs 6 and 26. Read it. I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. This is what the Bible said. Right. For the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread. But a married woman hunts down a precious life. Mm. You see that? Mm-hmm. See what he said here? But a married woman. Now this this person that he's talking about is an adulteress. Mm-hmm. Which means she is married doing this. Mm. Mm. 
but a married woman hunts down a precious life. Can a man carry fire next to his chest and his clothes not be burned? Now that's something you don't even want to try. No. <laughs> you don't. And his clothes not be burned. And 28, or can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorned? Mm -hmm. See, this, this scripture right here is where they say when you start messing with fire, you get burned. Mm -hmm. that's, where that's, that's where that saying comes from. Mm. Mess with fire, you're going to get burned. Right. Boy, you better leave that girl alone now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. We get caught up with married people. Mm -hmm. And think it's okay. Well, I know I shouldn't be doing that. Well, stop. <laughs> right. You just said it. Yeah. You know you shouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. Right. But I love him. You don't love no married man. That's lust. You can't love somebody already married to somebody else. Right. Right. Lust. Right. And I say that because you're never going to have them. It's never going to go out on, or, you know, you're never going to be, it's never going to be yours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be yours. Yeah. Right. He's his wife's. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't fall in love with somebody who's already in love with somebody else right. and married. Right. Well, I just fell in love with him. You can't. You allowed yourself to believe that. Right. Right. <laughs> it's not yours. Right. He never was. And will never will be. Right. You think he gonna leave his wife for you? No. These men think they gonna these this woman gonna leave her husband who's been taking care of her. The reason you like the way she look is the way because he he, he married to her and got her that way. Mm-hmm. You think she's going to leave that mm -hmm. and be with you? Which is questionable. Because she don't know nothing about you and what you can provide. Right. Right. These people in their marriages are set. And if you believe you in a marriage and this person going to treat you better than your husband... Mm -hmm. And he ain't doing nothing wrong, but you feel like you're not getting fulfilled. Mm -hmm. That's mess. Mm -hmm. You put that in your head. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting at home what I'm supposed to be getting from you. I'm getting here. He giving me everything I want, and you're not giving me what I need. Did you ask him to give you what you need? Did mm -hmm. you tell him what you need? Yeah. Did you tell him what your needs were? Right. Have y'all discussed that? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, marriages break up because nobody talks. Yeah. 
scriptures say don't look at these people and, and, and think that that grass is green on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you get over in that yard, you got to mow that lawn just like you mow this one. You got to mm-hmm. water that grass just like you water this one. Yeah. You're going to find out over there. It's the same thing. <laughs> but you got a bigger yard over here because now you got mess to deal with. Mm-hmm. Get back over in your yard. Stay out of other people's yard. Mm-hmm. Man. Doing too much. 29 says, so is he who goes into his neighbor's wife, none who touches her will go unpunished. None. This is scripture. Scripture says when you touch a married woman, mm-hmm. you messing with a married man, you will not go unpunished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 30 says people do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his appetite when he is hungry but if he is caught he will pay sevenfold which means people make excuses well he was stealing because he was trying to feed his baby that don't make it right you still stole yeah. Again, we back at the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not supposed to steal, it didn't say thou shalt not steal, but with an asterisk at the end, because it might be some different situations that you might be in on why you're stealing. <laughs> I say, just don't steal. Right. It's just like saying thou shalt not kill. You have, well, you have to kill in a certain situation. It don't say that. It just say don't kill. Anybody. Yeah. Well, what if you kill yourself? Thou shall not kill. Not even you. Not even you right. can't kill. Right. Right. People always wonder, well, they committed suicide, did they go to heaven? Thou shall not kill. Right. You right. killed yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. We, we we come up with this stuff in our heads when it's, it's cut and dry. Yeah. We make it complicated, but God makes it very easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very simple. When it says, thou shalt not kill, and then a period after it, that's anything. God loved David. David killed so many things. David wanted to build God's temple. But God said he had too much blood on his hands. He couldn't do it. He had to give it to Solomon. But he loved David. David was a warrior. But he killed. I just want us to understand these things. Mm-hmm. These are God's principles. As we go through Proverbs, this is this is it's kind of strong, but it, it's cut and dry. Yeah. 
And I just want you to get a better understanding. A lot of people don't go through Proverbs. <laughs> because it's, it's too in your face. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand it. But it's really simple principles that God has put in place. Mm -hmm. And they really extend from the Ten Commandments. But as we go through these books, you, you, you'll see what I mean. 30 says, people do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his appetite when he is hungry. But he, but if he gets caught, he will pay sevenfold. So, if he has to pay sevenfold, then it was wrong. You see? Everything's fine till you get caught. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But God say in, in this you, you won't go unpunished. Mm -hmm. He says he will give all the goods of his house. He who commits adultery lacks sense. God say if you commit adultery you lost your mind. Because we don't think about all of the things that has to come into play for you to get married in the first place. For how what God has set up in your life for you to marry this person. What God has brought this person from this to this point to get them to meet you, for you to get married to them, and what God has for you both. Because when you get married, favor comes with that. God's favor. When a man meets a woman, right? right. Mm -hmm. When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing and finds and get, gains favor with the Lord. That's so right. when you get favor with God, God gives you favor because of this unity. Right. It's almost a bonus. It's like, yay, they finally met. I set up everything on this end for him to come here, and I set up everything on this end, and they actually came through, fell through, and came together. Now you get favor, because now I got them to where I want them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, y'all don't add God to it, and then it dissipates, and you messing around over here, and you messing around over there, and God said, you like sense. You, you don't even understand what had to happen for you to make it here. Mm -hmm. right. And you're throwing it all away. Right. He says, he who commits adultery lacks sense. He who does it destroys himself. and dishonor and his disgrace will not be wiped away. This will never be forgotten that you got divorced. And a lot of people understand that because the people that are divorced you got kids involved and now they in extramarital things and you got the kids and they growing up and they start resenting you because they ain't got their daddy or their mama in their life and between all of that the mama got mad at the dad so he didn't let them see this the child growing up, now the child resents her because he 
what they didn't have their child in their life and the child resents the dad because you never came around when your mom didn't let me come around. You know, mm -hmm. all this. You'll never forget it. Yeah. Some of them go through these divorces and have so much stuff going on and we divorces going for years. Mm -hmm. Years. Because y'all can't separate everything and everybody want this and I want the house and I want the car but you can't have this and I gotta have a dog and don't split the dogs up and uh, give me the bird. Because <laughs> <laughs> you start being petty. Mm -hmm. And everything that you have worked for is getting dismantled. Mm -hmm. And you look at all of this stuff and God say... All because of adultery. You you like sense. You you lost your mind. Yeah. Because you don't see what it took to get you here. And all of the work that you did to get to this point, you dismantled it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because you saw a batted eye. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Somebody winked at you. Mm -hmm. Threw it all away. Mm -hmm. 34 says, For jealousy makes a man furious. Mm -hmm. And he will not spare when he takes his revenge. Now, what does that mean? That means in all of this stuff that you're doing, I mean, you messing around with this person? Because I told you, this is what married people. Mm -hmm. So this woman that you married, you messing around with, that came to you, she married. She got a husband who is furious now. Mm -hmm. You can get killed over stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can mess around with this woman if you want to. Mm -hmm. She will get you, and she gonna find that other woman. Come on. Yeah. It's quiet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. These are conversations you either have and you get a whole lot of amens or you get quiet because you that other woman. Oh. That she looking for. Mm. Mm -hmm. He said he will not spare when he takes revenge. He won't spare you. Mm. 35, he will accept no compensation. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And he will refuse though you multiply gifts. Right. Nothing you can say to stop this man from getting you. Mm. Nothing you can say to stop this woman from getting you. Because you didn't cause havoc in their life. Yes. And they're going to cause havoc in yours. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, God is going to allow it. Yeah. Mm. Wow. We have to be careful. Yeah. 
these Ten Commandments. And see, what I love about this is you're going to understand that these Ten Commandments are nothing to play with. When God says, don't do it, don't do it. These are, these are God's Ten Commandments. Not God's ten suggestions. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Commandments. They I mean they you you commanded to do this. Right. This is a have to situation. This is not a suggestion. Right. I want everybody to understand that this is what God wants, these are the principles that we are to live by, especially when it comes to uh, how we treat our neighbors and how we treat our neighbor's spouses. Yeah. Don't get so greedy that you want somebody else's stuff and get yourself caught up in something that you can't get out of. Because right. trust me, you're going to regret it. way to avoid all of this is to have the Holy Spirit. And the way to get the Holy Spirit is to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Make Him the head of your life. And like the scripture says, and let that lead you. Paul tell us, follow me. Right? Yeah. As I follow Christ. Do what I do. In Christ. So, as we move on. I just want you to really get that in there. And um, next week we're going to be in Proverbs 7. Which is going to... Now we have spoken on um, adultery. Which was in 5... And then we talked about practical warnings this week and a little about adultery here. But next week is going to be about the adulteress herself, that spirit. And we're going to break down that spirit and how to avoid it. Amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to see the warnings that you give us out of your Ten Commandments and what, why we should follow them. We love the way that you break down everything for us. And as we listen to your word, we follow your word, we do as you say. Because there is no other God but you. And Father, we thank you for the instructions that you've given us in the Bible. And you allowed your son to die on the cross for us. Now we all have a chance at everlasting life. And we thank and praise you for it. In the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ we pray and say amen. amen. Stay blessed and faithful.
watching Tent of Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Happy Holidays! And as always, stay blessed and faithful.